talk about absolute confusion a whole bunch of what the fucks head scratching you name it (laughs) that's all i had tonight that is legit all i had tonight this is the royal club wrestling podcast george truly i am the franchise back at you once again man i don't know what exactly or how exactly to feel about this show I say that knowing my thoughts going into the show, as you heard the preview show, a lot of my predictions is completely ass backwards. <laughs> completely ass backwards. A lot of surprises, a lot of like, literally, what the fuck? Some were for the good. Overall, this card was better than what I expected. In my opinion, better than Elimination Chamber. Not gonna lie. Let's jump right into it. We just, I'm literally just recording. This is roughly about three minutes after the show. Surprised that we didn't see the heel turn. But then again, I understand why we didn't get that heel turn. Simply put, they wanted to end the show on a good note. They wanted to end the show with the shield on top. No Dean turn yet, but it's on the way. I feel though it's if Dean and Roman's going to have a match at WrestleMania. That is the rumor that's going around. I feel like maybe that might happen. As I said in the preview show, I felt like Dean was going to turn on him. But once I realized that this was main eventing, no. There's no way that they were going to do that. So overall, my take on this show, like I said, Definitely better than Elimination Chamber. There was only one bad match. And that was the shit show that was the tag team women's match. Didn't like it. Next will probably be the Charlotte and Becky match. Just because I didn't like how... Well, let's let's get right into that. Let's get right into that match right there. Because I thought that match was going to main event. I thought that match... Sure as day was going to main event. Fool me, because it didn't. But I didn't like how they're, like, now all of a sudden, like, Ronda comes out and just dramatically did the little jump. Like, it's like a Superman punch to the stomach. I didn't like that whatsoever. Why didn't I like that? Simply put, Ronda Rousey should not have to react like that. She should have just came bolting out. I don't like how she bolted out when Becky was in the finger four. I would have rather have Ronda get out there as like Becky's about to win up. When Becky's about to get the upper hand. 
that makes more storyline. But at the same time, it makes you think like, okay, why didn't you just have Becky win the match clean? And then Ronda attacks her and probably attacks Charlotte. Because now it looks though as if Charlotte is the outcast of this whole triple threat now. Which then, based on history, based on my watching wrestling for the years that I've watched it, if Becky and Ronda are the sole people in this rival, and it's them two really going back and forth, Charlotte's going to be the one to capture this title. Because all the attention is focused on these two, that Charlotte is the outcast, Charlotte will come in, Charlotte will win the title. I don't want that to happen, but as I've always said, I think if Charlotte was to regain a women's title, it will be at a monumental, historic event. Thought she was going to do it at Evolution because it was the first women's pay-per-view. You figure first women's pay-per-view, she's going to win it. No. Where can she win this title for historic eighth time, breaking Trish Stratus' record, the granddaddy of them all? WrestleMania, that's where she's going to do it. There was also clips that came out recently, like this past weekend. Friday, Ronda Rousey was, they had a show in Toronto. Ronda Rousey came out there, was shooting and doing all this bullshit about, you know, trying to be a heel, but really doing a bad job at it. Like asking the crowd while she was leaving out of the place to, hey, give me something bad to say. What what bad things do you want me to say about you guys? You don't do that whatsoever. You're a heel. Now, I use air quotes. <laughs> Heels don't do that whatsoever. Heels do not do that whatsoever. They just cut promos. They just cut them. They just talk shit. Learn, learn some things from Sasha Banks. When she was a heel in NXT. Learn some things from Charlotte. Learn some things from Becky. Or get yourself a mouthpiece. Ladies and gentlemen. Paul Heyman. You could be the first Paul Heyman girl. Makes sense. But let's continue going through this, man. The pre-show match. Before I get to the main card. The pre-show match just was New Day versus Knock. And Rusev. Great match for them not to even really have a story behind this. It just was get in the ring, do a match. Fly. Incredible match. Hands down, one of the best matches on the night was this one. I, I love the chemistry between these four. I thought with Lana interfering, it may have happened. Like, they may have won Rusev and them, but they didn't. And then before the match, it was noted that Kofi had to wait out the Vince McMahon was waiting for him whatever the case may be next thing you know after that show starts we learn later on that Kofi was involved in a in a triple threat he was going to be involved in the triple threat but I'll get into the the I'll get into that later as I go through this card so we start off with the Usos versus Miz and Shane it was let's just talk about what happened at the very end so, if you don't know, Usos won the match. And Shane is known for these spots. I keep saying Shane's like almost 50. And Shane does the spot where he 
he does the coast to coast, but as he's about to do the coast to coast, Oos was on the ropes. Like, if you do it, I'm doing it. Like, if you try to go, I'm going to take you out. And he went for the coast to coast, and Oos went up with the... They collided. And I think that... <laughs> I think Shane, you know, kicked him in the dick. <laughs> but, you know, Usos end up winning. After Usos end up winning, we get a turn. <laughs> but it wasn't the turn that we expected. Shane actually turned. Shane attacked Miz, like, beat the dog shit out of Miz. Then, like, went at his dad. He didn't, like, beat his dad, but he was, like, grabbed his dad by the face and did all types of stuff. And then he put him in a weak-ass, like, triangle choke that wasn't even serious. Like, Miz, you could tell once the, like, once he locked it in, he didn't have all the pressure on there. But Shane's heel now. Now Shane and Miz is the build for Shane versus Miz at Mania. Really didn't want it to happen, but it's going to happen, so I have to just embrace this. Overall, this match was so whatever. It was a whatever match. You know, this is followed by Mandy versus Asuka. Asuka win. She retains the title in the weirdest fashion because Sonya grabbed the kendo stick and Mandy went to the ropes and like tripped over the apron or the kin like she tripped over the apron. It was not the best ending to the match. Could have been a lot better, in my personal opinion. Man, like I said, Mandy has been doing leaps and bounds better than previously. Like I said, Elimination Chamber, she really stepped her game up and since then she's been progressing and getting better and better and better and better. So it's kind of interesting to see her now in this position. So we, we follow this up with, and this is where I text my buddy and I told him during during this next match, said, I feel some type, I should feel some type of way. And we cut from there and we go to New Day, Biggie and Xavier meeting up with Kofi and they've been waiting so they go, Biggie, like, you know, they have the little interaction. And Kofi's like, I've been waiting here for, like, since they told me during the kickoff show. So I've been waiting here for a couple hours now. And Biggie and them get in the ring. I mean, they get in Vince's office. Vince was on the phone. They're like, yo, we've been waiting. Vince is like, I've been waiting for him to show up. Then it was, oh, well, we've been waiting. He's been waiting for 11 years. And, you know, you need to do this. You need to do what's right. Put me in the match. This and the third. He says, okay. You're in the triple threat match. New Day, you're banned from ringside. Kofi matches up right now. I'm like, they about to have a match now? Go out there. Kofi goes out there. Next thing you know, they announced that the title match is later. Kofi's in a two-on-one handicap match against the bar. Now, I'm looking at this like, okay, two-on-one. This is not a tag. This is a two-on-one beatdown. They beat the dog shit out of Kofi Kingston and I'm looking at this like feeling some way I text my like I said I text my friend like I should be feeling some type of way about this particular match because Black History Black History Month just passed literally just passed and this is what you do okay I listen I know we've been down this road I'm not trying to make this a race thing or whatever but it was just the timing was not right at all let me just say that 
So New Day comes out because they're like, yo, I can't continue to watch my brother get attacked like this. So they come out. But before they come out, Rusev and Knock attack Biggie and Xavier. Bar ends up winning in an impromptu handicap match. I wonder what this is going to do. My buddy was saying how he felt though as if this was going to lead into the breakup of New Day. No, that I don't feel like that's going to happen because he, he thought, because he wasn't watching at the time, but he thought that Kofi was going to get upset with Xavier and Big E. But I'm like, no, Vince banned them from the ringside. But they just couldn't take it no more. They wasn't going to watch their brother get beat. So they came out. I'm still in hopes that it's D-Bride versus Kofi Kingston at Mania. I really am. We'll find kind of a lot more out come with hopefully this week coming up this Tuesday. We're probably going to hear more. Might get even... Who's Daniel Bryan's next opponent going to be? Which we'll is have to wait and see. Um, this is followed with probably, I say probably my one of my favorite matches. Surprisingly enough with the Revival being in it. But Revival versus Alistair Black. Ricochet versus Gable and Rude. We had the Revival retain the Raw Tag Team titles. In what I think was a pretty good match. Ricochet, Ricochet is like the king of doing these spots now. Uh, I do worry because I don't, I wonder if, how much of this is going to, how much of a toll this is going to take on his body. Uh, I know he did do things back in the day when he was in Lucha Underground and when he was in the indie scene and all this. But I just wonder because the WWE may want him to do, be the spot person. You're going to be the one that's going to do all the high spots. So I just wonder if it's going to take a real toll on Ricochet. So we had the Revival retain the titles. What's next for the Revival? I don't know. I really don't. I kind of want to see what they're going to do. Like who is going to be the next ones to contend for the tag Raw Tag Team titles? Because you think about it, AOP's gone. Gable and Rue, could they go back at it again? Uh, you know, it really makes me think, like, who is the next tag team on Raw other than Black and Ricochet? But you still have, you still have, they're still in the Dusty Rose Classic. Now, things can change. Definitely can change. Will we get another call-up? It's just, I don't know. WrestleMania, there's apparently, according to what my friend who's going to WrestleMania, he said there's like 16 matches projected to be at this show. So, we, uh, I ain't even going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that headache. Because that's a big fucking headache. So then we have a Fatal 4-Way, which was announced. U.S. title. Truth. Versus Joe versus Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Now, Rey Mysterio and Andrade was supposed to be on the pre-show, but they end up getting in the fate in this fatal four-way. They end up being a part of this match. It turned out to a fatal four-way. Pretty good match for the most part. I was gonna be a little upset if Joe did not retain, but I'm very glad that Joe did retain. I think that Joe needed to because Joe absolutely positively I would have lost all 
my shit if Samoa Joe just won the United States title and not even a week he loses it, I'd have been mad. He's extremely pissed. But I'm glad that Joe retained the title. This does have me think about who's next up to face him. I would love to see Mustafa Ali actually be the one to face Samoa Joe just because Ali did have a feud with him. Ali, I believe, got injured at the hands of Joe. So I think that Mustafa Ali should get this match, should get one up on him, get the United States title. Maybe it's at, maybe it's with the multi-man ladder match, something like that at Mania, hopefully. But this match overall was, it was, it was good. It Like none, like I said, none of the matches were bad. Except for the next match. Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Boss Hug Connection. It was bad. And I feel bad for the Boss Hug Connection. Because Tamina and Nia Jax suck. Like, they suck. I'm not the biggest Nia Jax fan. Like, I can't take her seriously as being this monster. Because at the end of the match... Her and Tamina kind of like attacked Beth Phoenix, which then brought out Natty. So we know what's going to happen here. WrestleMania, Nia and Tamina versus Beth Phoenix and Natty, which I think is going to be a good little thing for Natty because Natty and Beth is like real close friends. They came in around the same time. Beth got inducted into the Hall of Fame by Natty. So, I could see that. I could see possibly a fatal four-way, maybe for the tag team titles, where it's Nia, Tamina, Beth, Natty, Boss Hug Connection, and maybe the Iconics. Maybe we get Trish and Lita. Don't know. So, this is followed up by... The WWE title, which turned out to be a triple threat. So there was a triple threat for the WWE title, like Vince said. But we get input Musafa Ali. Musafa Ali gets in the match. It's, it's a good match. Like It's a great match. These three, Kevin Owens, Dan Bryant, Musafa Ali, tore the house down. But it got to a point where Mustafa Ali and Daniel Bryant was the only two people in the match. Kevin Owens just got pushed to the side. I she just got went went away. And then I didn't like how the match ended with D. Bry hitting him. Like Mustafa went to try to do a aerial assault and got attacked. It's horrible. Then it's just like okay, so what the hell? What? Where? Why the hell? What the hell was Kevin Owens doing? Where does this leave Kevin Owens? Honestly, where does this leave Kevin Owens? Does now Kevin Owens go on a s- Raw? Is he about to go feud with Bobby Lashley now? Like I thought he was going to do because Bobby injured him and took him out. And then, like I said, we end the night with... Well, no, we didn't end the night. I already discussed the Becky match. And we ended the night with The Shield versus Drew and them. The Shield obviously won. Overall, this card, the last card before the granddaddy of them all, was good. It was good. Out of 10, get about a six and a half. I didn't like, like I said, I didn't like the end with 
Becky and Charlotte. I didn't like that end. And the boss hug connection match was horrible. So now, where do we go from here? We're on the road to WrestleMania. We are 28 days away from the granddaddy of them all. We already have been stored the the Beast versus the Beast Slayer at WrestleMania. We have the triple threat already announced. It's been confirmed now with Becky winning that match. So we have Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the Raw Women's title. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out as far as this show. 16 matches is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous to see this many matches in this atmosphere. 16, like I said, on this card. We're ready. I know I'm ready. I'm ready to see what's going to happen. Is John Cena going to show up? Is Undertaker going to show up? Because apparently Undertaker is supposed to be slated to be at WrestleMania. I've heard that this is what's the rumor. This is the word. He is slated to be on the card at Mania. What is he going to do? Who is he going to fight? Rumors are going around. Maybe the demon. Maybe Aleister Black. I'm hearing more Aleister Black than I'm hearing the demon. But Finn will be defending his Intercontinental title tomorrow night on Raw against Bobby Lashley. Hopefully Finn doesn't lose his title. We never know with the WWE now. But this is the recap show of Fastlane. I will be back with you guys this week. I will be recording another episode and it will be out on Saturday. I hope y'all enjoyed Fastlane. I really, truly do because, I mean, this is the last pay-per-view before the granddaddy of them all. So a lot of things was kind of planted with no reason whatsoever. Like, Randy Orton RKO's Elias after Elias did a performance after Lacey Evans decided to become Emma 2.0, which then led to AJ Styles hitting him with a phenomenal forearm. So I'm assuming that we're going to get Randy Orton versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. (laughs) Let's just get ready, people, because WrestleMania is in full swing now. 28 days away. This is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. This is yours truly. I am the franchise. Make sure that you tune in to Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live. I am a little pissed off that Street Pop is lost. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am a little pissed off. But they may be able to make their comeback. Because unfortunately, Tommaso Ciampa did sustain a neck injury and had to go in for surgery. So he's going to be out for some time. DIY did advance, but because they they don't have Gargano is not going to do it by himself. So I'm pretty sure that they're going to have to do something to make this up. So maybe all the people that lost is going to get into like a triple threat, maybe triple threat tag team. And then from there we go. But I'll discuss everything else like that in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care. Continue to support. Continue to show love. I keep telling everybody that there is a way that you can leave me messages through the Anchor app. If you happen to have it, download the Anchor app if you want to listen to us and interact with me directly. You can do that. Shout out to the Good Brothers Wrestling Podcast. 
Shout out to Blake and his wrestling podcast. He's the wrestling expert. He breaks down every single show. Every single show he breaks down. He gives you the breakdown of the matches, the promos, the segments. He does it all. He breaks it down. So go check that out as well. I'm signing off. I bid you all adieu.